0: Once again, it's time to wake up Sid. Retail investors have registered in their droves for updates on the proposed public sale of the residual government stake in Lloyds Banking Group. But with shares in the lender trading below the government's break-even price as we were putting this podcast together, doubts have been raised over whether it will proceed with the sale. George Osborne had promised to sell the shares at a discount to the market with a bonus share for longer-term holders. In this second part of our three-part series on Lloyds, we consider the buy case for the stock. What are the reasons to be cheerful? Nick Kirridge, an equity fund manager at Schroder's, explains why he is positive on the sector.
1: These businesses have been pored over by investors in great detail for the last five or six years. Some reasonably shocking revelations, some quite bad things have gone on in the past, which have now been kind of worked through. And the businesses, to our mind, look a lot cleaner than they have done for many, many years. At their heart... Many of these companies, and particularly Lloyd's, are quite simple companies. What they do, the basics of what they do, lending mortgages to corporates and, and individuals on the high street, is it, quite basic, it's quite a simple thing to understand, and it, it got made very complicated. And actually these businesses have, uh, now have a much simpler structure and a much healthier capital position, and that's the key.
0: On this reading, the higher levels of capital forced upon lenders by regulators has created headroom for dividends.
1: If I were kind of trying to pick on something that investors perhaps have missed, it's the dramatic change in the underlying companies over the last seven years. In many cases, they are just not the same companies. Lloyd's itself, post Boss, and then the subsequent cleaning up of the business post, HBOS, it's changed radically. And the loan books they have now, the assets and securities on their balance sheet, and also simply the buffers, the margin of safety provided by higher and higher levels of capital, which the regulator has forced them to have and has been very painful in securing. But that is margin of safety for investors. And I think for people looking five years hence and looking to buy into these as long-term investment stories, it is just a very different investment proposition.
0: At the heart of this has been the Bank of England, which took back full prudential regulation of the banks after the financial crisis.
1: If you've been looking at the Bank of England, they put out a financial stability report, which they put out every uh, six months. And and that can be a, a somewhat sleep inducing document at times, albeit they put lots of nice pretty pictures in for us generalist fund managers to understand. But even within there, you didn't have to look too closely to see the Bank of England saying things like the whole of the UK banking sector has somewhere between seven and ten times the amount of capital it had prior to the downturn. Now, we all know we didn't have enough prior to the downturn, but that is a radical change in the level of margin of safety.
0: Investors are also expecting that the dividend per share for Lloyd's could come back strongly. Analysts at Investec Securities expect a dividend of 2.3p for the 2015 financial year, rising to 4p in 2016. That 4p represents a 6% yield against the current 70p share price. Nick Kirridge on the dividend.
1: One of the things that's quite interesting, and we've noticed for several years now, is that businesses that have cut their dividend are obviously very unpopular when that happens and shares come under a lot of pressure. But the interesting thing about those companies on average is that they subsequently go on to grow their dividend much more quickly than the average stock in the market. And that's because as a perception of stability and safety comes back into the stock and people start to think it's returned to normality and it becomes a rehabilitated citizen, the dividend grows much more quickly than the profits. So actually, the underlying businesses at banks are generating reasonable profits. You're just not seeing that because of of some of the litigation issues and so on and so forth and the bank of england frankly telling them do not pay that money out hold it on your balance sheets for safety which is prudent but the opportunity for dividends to grow much more quickly in the future i think is is very real i would be very surprised if you didn't see that from banking over the next three to five years frankly because we've seen it in many other businesses like this where dividends have been cut and then we have then had a rehabilitation process
0: When it comes to trading, what are the reasons to be confident about Lloyds' prospects? First off, it is the most exposed of the big listed banks to a strengthening domestic recovery.
1: Lloyds has been well positioned on the domestic front. It has a very, very strong franchise. And one of the huge ironies from the downturn is that whilst HBOS was disastrous for the bank's capital, in the kind of medium to long term, it's probably actually quite a positive thing for its position within the market because it is such a dominant player now. That's not to say they should have done it, but we are where we are today. And and that position, as long as the market is disciplined, is potentially quite positive. Another big irony from from these kind of situations is it, it takes a very nasty downturn for companies to behave better. People are very aggressive in terms of their competitive dynamics while everyone's making money. But when you have a very big setback, everyone acts more rationally and there is better discipline. So today, within that market, Lloyds has some choice franchises on the mortgage front. They're a very big mortgage player and on the corporate uh, side. It's quite a simple business.
0: At its core is a strong retail banking operation. Sandy Chen is an equity analyst at Sencos Securities.
2: What? they've got is a dominant retail banking franchise. And I think that that's the core of the value of the bank. That's the core of why investors like uh, Lloyd's, because really that part of the bank I see as having very defensible competitive advantages. And they should be able to continue to generate decent profitability.
0: Lloyd's has also done well to protect its margins within a competitive environment
2: with a margin environment Lloyds has been able to maintain its margins despite competition surprisingly well one of the thing one of the reasons why i think they've been able to maintain those margins is because they've been paying out less to their depositors than a lot of other competitors
0: a rising interest rate environment is expected to have some beneficial impact on Lloyds too sandy Chanigan.
2: going to that depositor base there's something that it's called the endowment effect where the rate on your loans will go up more than the rate on the deposit or current account that you're you're paying so actually net interest margins theoretically should expand for you know banks with a, a good deposit franchise and Lloyds uh, uh, as having the largest retail deposit franchise in the UK would would benefit stand to benefit most from that
0: in the last podcast, we started the debate on the level of payouts for payment protection insurance. Here is the best case on PPI. First Nick Kearage, then Guy Bloney, a fund manager at Jupiter Fund Management.
1: There's been a lot of historic bad behaviour and we know that. But there will come a time where everyone has claimed PPI. I mean, I think you now see the Bank of England saying, we are going to draw a line under this. We're going to draw a line in a couple of years where people must have claimed or move on and that's right right that everyone has time to get the money back if they were missold
3: i think um, we're also seeing the um, the run rate uh, slow down as we went into third quarter results so i think there is light uh, at the end of the tunnel here and um, looking at it uh, we should probably um, see it as a, as a as something of the past rather than uh, further um, surprises ahead
0: Lloyds' shares currently run at a slight premium to book value, meaning its share price is higher than its net assets per share. In contrast, shares in RBS, Standard Chartered, Barclays and HSBC all currently run at a discount to book. Sandy Chen explains how this was achieved.
2: It was interesting because it took a couple of years to really begin to trade to a premium and during this time Lloyds was steadily building up its capital strength. They'd taken the big bath... Back in 2008, 2009, with all the write-offs of, effectively, you know, and more of of bad debts, and as well began to dispose of, sell off a lot of their assets, and what that did was it it made that equity to, to risk-weighted assets ratio, that that core equity ratio that we were talking about earlier, strengthen significantly and that combined with a lot of I think supportive analyst chatter pointing out that well underneath all this muck was a very profitable franchise with double the market share and you know commanding market share in retail banking etc cetera, etc cetera, that couldn't possibly help but make a lot of money and in someday in the future it really uh, I think created the uh, the support for the shares to go up
0: in price. If Lloyd's is going to hold on to this premium confidence will be key.
3: Going forward, it's all about confidence. I mean, any share price that trades at a a premium to book um, is reflecting a confidence on the stated book, but also on uh, potential dividend prospects.
0: Investors have also welcomed the ongoing withdrawal of government support for the bank. Guy de Blonay again
3: the period of support coming to an end is is should be seen as good news the fact that uh, the government is coming out at a better price than than where they came in so making a profit out of their intervention should be taken as good news as well all round uh, simply maybe to to make the long the long answer short the interference um, will disappear, I mean the government interference will in- interfere and that's what investors are, are looking for.
0: Many private investors may no doubt be attracted by the market discount and the opportunity to turn a quick profit, thinking back to the underpriced Royal Mail privatisation in 2013. Nick kirridge warns against this.
1: I wouldn't invest in this these kinds of businesses simply because you think you'll get a marginal discount to whatever is the screen price and then flip the shares. What I would do is work out whether or not you're comfortable holding these kinds of investments for three to five years. But if you are, I think everything that I've said suggests that I believe that there are opportunities there. And, and within that, I think, you know, Lloyd's is, a, is an interesting candidate. It's one where the government has been reducing its stake for some period of time. And I think it would be nice, frankly, given, you know, the money that taxpayers have, on the face of it, put in one way or another over time to rehabilitate the bank through their taxes, they got an opportunity to participate in some of the upside over time from investing in the company itself.
0: To summarise, we turn to Guy de Blonnet, who has this to say about how the banks have emerged from the financial crisis.
3: Capital calls needed to be to be undertaken and um, some have survived, uh, some had to be nationalised. We, we, we know some examples of companies that didn't make it, but Lloyds now is the largest lender in the country. It has restored some credibility and uh, um, some premium to its shares. I would say its first leg of recovery is now a complete, uh, which is on a valuation basis or on a, on a, on a trading basis. Uh, it's a company that is trading on, on a premium to book, which I think is uh, the result of, of many banks since the crisis that have been uh, cutting costs um, uh, raising capital and selling non-core assets the second as we know the second piece of the story and perhaps the last one is is to have the bank coming back what it's used to do in the past which is to be a an income play or mm-hmm. paying a dividend and that is uh, perhaps what we're looking for going into the next few years
0: well those were the reasons why investors may be buying into lloyd's in the next and final podcast we will consider the sell case for the stock. This podcast was presented by me, Ian Smith, company's editor of the Investors Chronicle and produced by our digital production editor, Dominic Toms.
2: So, you've got an idea for a business, the store of your dreams. There's just one thing to figure out, everything.